This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Andy, as we move on here on the Six Rings Pod, we have to unfortunately bid farewell and leave some flowers um, for some of the players that are already departing uh, who have been given their free release and or announced that they're just no longer going to be playing football anymore. Uh, on Monday, we learned three members of the 2023 Patriots who had been some of whom had been with the team for close to a decade. One of whom is actually one of the, the final champion championship holdovers. Um, James Ferentz announced his retirement a utilitarian uh, swing guard center for the last several years, of course, uh, son of Kirk Ferentz, uh, uh, one of the true fobs in the collegiate coaching ranks. 
And then there was the announcement of the release of Adrian Phillips, safety, who had played with the Patriots for four years, coming off of a very successful six-year run with the Chargers, and Lawrence Guy. Adrian Phillips had seen his playing time diminish significantly last year. He went from starting every game and every game to most of the games to only one game last year. Uh, they're obviously getting much younger at safety. We're wondering if they're going to hold on to Kyle Duggar. Um, safety is a position they're obviously going to address in either free agency or the draft because they just let a 10-year veteran go. And Lawrence Guy, I mean, that's a – I mean, he's – we've had the pleasure of interviewing him on WEEI before. What a great guy. Smart, funny, uh, loves him, some pop culture. But, like, he played everywhere on the defensive line. I think he played in – uh, like a hundred and 110 games for the Patriots started 103 of them, uh, team captain, Super Bowl chip played in two Super Bowls for the Patriots. One, one in, in Super Bowl 53. Like that's one of your rocks. That's one of your pillars of the, the tail end of the Belichick tenure. But it seemed like it was time for him to move on as the Patriots continue uh, defensive lines, obviously a strength, but they're looking to get younger. So, um, yeah, tough to see him go, but that's just the nature of the beast, huh? Yeah, my first two reactions to this. First of all, I believe Lawrence Guy, even though he's a member of the all 2010s team um, for his contributions late in that decade, I think he's arguably the most underrated player on the second part of the dynasty. Um, I thought there were a couple years there where you could make a case he was their best defensive player, most important defensive player, also mm -hmm. brought leadership. Um, and I don't know that his name just sort of rolls off the tongue, even of Patriot fans, even of hardcores, I think he's sort of uh, unfortunately forgotten more than he should be. I thought he was great as a revelation, too. When he arrived, I didn't know much about him. You kind of read his bio, look at his background with the Ravens and the Packers. And you're like, ah, okay. And then a couple of years later, I'm thinking, you can't play defense without this guy. Like, this guy yeah. is one of the most important 11 guys on the field. Um, and then my secondary thing is both him, Adrian Phillips, even to a lesser degree, um, James Ferentz, like, who are the leaders going to be on this team? Where is leadership coming from? Jawan Bentley is back as a leader in the middle of the defense, in the middle of the offense. I'm assuming David Andrews will be back as a leader. Um, but you've lost between Devin McCourty and then you lose Matthew Slater, uh, I'm mm. assuming. Um, now you lose Adrian Phillips and Lawrence Guy. You have either captains or basically captains that are moving on. And I know you got to get younger. It's a young man's game. We know that. And leadership has to be a fluid situation. It has to refill itself. But some of that, I don't know where it's going to, you know, for example, you have a void at the quarterback position. A couple of years ago, we probably would have thought, well, Mac Jones will be one of the centerpiece leaders of this franchise. Well, Mac Jones probably not going to be part of this franchise moving forward. You don't have that. Um, and I just, I kind of look around the depth chart even some of the great players, I'm not sure what type of leader, and this is not a shot. This is just a sort of observation from afar because I know players get pissy about this. I remember when Landon Roberts attacked me like six months later after I questioned him being a captain and didn't really. Oh, yeah. Wait, ho hold on. Back. Oh, back that. Back oh, that yeah. ass up. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he waited until they clinched uh, the playoff spot. I believe, okay, the seasons are all blending together. Whatever, like, his last year was here in December. 2019, back when he was playing uh, back when he was playing fullback because there was a need yeah. after Devlin got hurt, right? In December, when they clinched a playoff spot, he was like, hey, hey, you. Hey, orange jacket. 
because I had an orange jacket on. So that's yeah, me, no, you know. it's like the um, orange visor doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay. You the guy who said you didn't think I was necessarily captain material back in August. And I was like, wait, you just clinched a playoff spot. And the first thing you thought of is come at Andy Hart, whose name you don't even know. Some random guy who said some random thing on either the radio or a podcast. That's your first um, reaction. Thanks for making my point that you might not exactly be a leader and a true captain. Um, so I, I I wonder some of these, like Christian Barmore. I don't know that he's Lawrence guy. Love Christian Barmore. Very talented. Youthful energy. Work ethic seems to be good. Is he a, is he a staple leader and captain? I don't know. I mean, he entered the NFL with questions about his commitment to Alabama and football and things back then. So... You know, Christian Gonzalez, is he a, is he, he's a future great player, I believe, but is he a future mainstay Devin McCourty type captain? I, I don't know. And I think they have a Demario Douglas. Is he going to be a leader And you know, Ramondre Stevenson? I don't think he wants to necessarily be a leader and who knows he's a running back on it, you know, an expiring contract. He could be gone. So wh- where's, where's the I'll leadership say- coming from? I'll say it's going to come from guy like I, I again looking at a social media quickly, just seeing like who makes a point of immediately saying something like on a Lawrence guy retirement po- or departure post as he says thank you to Patriots Nation. Ramondre Stevenson first in Dietrich Wise. There's one. He, there's one of the fellas I think yeah, yeah. is going to be yep. a post and pillar of the new Patriots. Does Wise have a Super Bowl ring? He's been here. This is year seven. So yeah, uh, is this sick? Uh, so 18, 19, 20, 20, I think he does. Like, so you got yeah. like basically him and Andrews left uh, as people that won rings and know how it was done back in the days when winning was something that you kind of took for granted because the Patriots did it so often. And Andy, as you make mention of people like Matthew Slater, who we assumed was going to retire because he would be moving on. We thought this to be his farewell season. Just moments ago, as we record here on Tuesday morning, February 20th, 2024, Matthew Slater just moments ago making it official uh, via social media that he is retiring. He put together a beautiful, long uh, farewell announcement um, that the Patriots have shared at Patriots Official on social media. Um, I'll just quickly read some of the highlights uh, to the Kraft family and the entire. Let me see. Hold on. Wow, there's a lot to this. Pat's Nation, it's been an honor to represent the silver, red, white, and blue for 16 years. Thank you for cheering, challenging, and supporting our team each and every year. To the people of New England, thank you for welcoming my family and me into your community and allowing us to call New England home. We are beyond humbled and blessed. You, the fans, make an NFL player's experience what it is. Thank you for supporting not only me, but our great game. Uh, He goes on to thank the Kraft family. Um, he thanks his mother and father, Annie and Jackie Slater, of course, Jackie, uh, an NFL legend himself as well. Once again, Andy playing into the familial approach to the Patriots and nepotism as well, but he has obviously earned his own stripes over the course of that decade and a half. Plus he thanks his wife, Shazad, uh, side note, I've had the pleasure of actually getting to know her a little bit, um, as she would often take in games, uh, in the suite where I would watch with our friends, the former sponsors, Zudi. Uh, she, uh, of the Patriots, she is maybe the nicest person. If you think Matthew Slater is the nicest person, it just makes complete sense. Um, what an incredible family they have put together. Um, he goes on to talk about how much football means to him. It's really beautiful. It's an emotional farewell. Um, he talks about his faith and then, um, how do I feel about being a Patriot for life? Oh yeah. May God bless you all. Sincerely, Matthew Slater, man, whoo, that's going to get right up in your Foxborough feels right there, Andy. 
You know, we have a little uh, side chat here, uh, text chain with producer Turpin as we mm-hmm. record the podcast. And I was glad um, when he he bumped in there. Slater officially retired. I was like, wait, did I miss that? When did that happen? I'm glad. Yeah, I was now. I was about to ask you, like, Andy, okay. how much longer do we have to wait? He They timed this out perfectly. The new coaches come in before it's time to as they start now having to make way with players and letting guys like Phillips and Guy go. Um, Perfectly, perfectly timed a day where he can just like no more changes will be announced by the Patriots. Matthew Slater, you get February 20th all to yourself. And I'm guessing they'll have a ceremony at some point at the hall or or in the new uh, whatever the hell that new thing is called. That's really cool at the end of the stadium. Um, they that because he, he's an all time great. I just retweeted it and said leadership will never be the same in New England. He is a remarkable leader who you want to talk about. Bill Belichick wore too many hats or, you know, too much on his plate at times. I thought they unfairly put too much on Matthew Slater's plate at times. And I don't believe he ever complained. And I don't ever believe he dropped the ball. And I I don't make light of this, but you sign and then release Antonio Brown. Well, Matthew Slater, why don't you go out there and talk about it for the team? Or like one of your teammates allegedly murdered somebody. Hey, Matthew Slater, why don't you go out there and talk about it? Like, there's a scandal. Hey, Slater, why don't you go out there and talk about it? Like, wait a minute. I came here to cover kicks. I came here to block for some punt returners. I didn't know I had to be the spokesman through some of the most difficult times of this organization, but he <laughs> did it and did it well. And I I personally will always um, cherish seems over the top dorky, but whatever. The times no. when uh, Mutt and I interviewed him on Monday nights mm-hmm. and you could ask him anything and he would answer honestly, not always totally over the top forthcoming because he's a great leader and wasn't going to throw anybody under the bus and wasn't going to adversely affect the team. But he not once did he ever say like, I can't believe you just asked that or even just give you a Belichick long pause and disrespectful answer. Matthew Slater answered every question ever asked to him with respect and as much honesty as he could as Mm -hmm. a leader of a football team and a member of an organization. And that's going to be missed. We just talked about it. That's a void. Let's just say they hit some really crappy times this year. Who's talking other than Mayo? Who who are the guys? Because no disrespect, I don't know if Dietrich Wise, as you brought up, wants to do that. David Andrews will be. He'll be one of those put out there, and he'll be one of those that'll be leaned on. And, you know, he joked about it when he won the Media Good Guy Award that his wife criticizes him, doesn't think he's as good at it as he could be. And he's like, well, you know, I have bosses, and there are tones that are set within the organization, and I can't always say what I want to say. Um but this is, another, you know, talent is a question. Leadership and and pillars is also a question for this team. And again, I know that's how it works in transitions. Like you're leaving a certain era. There's a new era coming. You know, guys got to step up. Next man up on the field. Next man up in terms of leadership. But as Bill Belichick would say, no one man is replacing Matthew Slater on the field or in terms of leadership. So that leaves a big void for this team. It would be impossible to think that any one person or any group of people could replace the personality, the leadership, uh, the faith, the effort, just everything that Matthew Slater brought. And, you know, I, I've only had that. I've had a chance to talk to him a couple of times on the radio, had a chance to talk to him at a couple of charity events that the Joe Andrews of the world have run. And he's an absolute delight. There's no it's no show. There's not like Matt, there's this Matthew Slater for the Patriots and in the locker room and for sound bites and at the podium. And then there's this Matt, like, no, 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 no. Nope. He gives you his all, his everything. He is a bright light in this world, let alone 
in the Patriots community and on this team. And yes, even though we all expected him to retire, now that it's official, it hits, it settles in. You won't see him wearing a uniform anymore. I don't know what role he'll have going forward. If he'll coach, I'm sure he's going to be in the area for years to come. He'll be highly active. He'll, he should be visible. Uh, I'm sure he'll be doing a lot of charity work, volunteering. Maybe there'll be some foundation work. Who knows? All I do know is it was a pleasure watching him. It was a pleasure. I mean, how lucky is the team to have had him for over a decade and a half? How lucky were we to be able to watch him, to talk to him, and to, to learn from him and be impressed by him along the way? Um, yeah, this just opens up, and like, again, opens up another. You, you, some may say, like, that's another hole they have to fill. But in trying to stay Patriots positive, as we've talked about, you opened by saying, hopeful is my word du jour describing these Patriots. This opens up another opportunity for somebody to take over as special teams captain, as a locker room leader, and as a North star on the Patriots emotionally and practically. Um, but yeah, let's, let's just make, you know, like make, make no bones about it. Like that's, that's a big loss. That's a hell of a career. Definitely going to be getting his red jacket. I think next stop Canton, he definitely should be a special teamer that makes it into the pro football hall of fame. And I'm sure the Kraft family, and especially whenever Bill Belichick issues some words about Matthew Slater, those should ring pretty heavily with the people in Canton, Ohio, one day to see if he can get a bronze bust in a yellow jacket. That's just yeah, and, and I don't know whether he actually deserves it or not. Um, I'm as big a fan as you could possibly have, but I know some people think Steve Tasker was really great, and they haven't really he, put those It was guys pretty damn in. good, too. He was pretty damn so, good. How that plays out, and I've had people on the committee tell me they're going to change some of the voting and maybe put in a guy like Slater and Tasker every three years as a separate type of um, candidate on the ballot. But I will say this. It, it, you, we always do this. Somebody dies. You talk about how good they are. They retire. You talk about how great they were. But all of it is true with Matthew Slater, more so than almost any player I've ever covered. And I would add to that, I think he seems so perfect with his glasses and he's well-spoken and his uh, commitment to his Christianity and his faith and God. And you're like, ah, that guy's probably phony. And no, no, no. And the best part is he wasn't holier than thou. You could also talk to him about normal stuff and not mm -hmm. get like over the top slapped around by the Bible or whatever. Like he clearly spreads the word of God. But my favorite, one of my favorite interactions with him was when I told him about Mac Jones, we were just shooting the poo. I don't even know how we crossed paths. We were just shooting the poo. And I said, thank you for doing the interviews. I said, it's not always easy. I said, well, look at your quarterback. I think he struggles in that area. I said, he comes off as scared douchey. He's always afraid to say anything. And Slater just starts cracking up going <laughs> scared douchey. That's pretty good. I'm going to use that sometime. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, you're not using that tied to my name. You're if Matthew you say, Slater. <laughs> first of all, yeah, you don't say douchey. Second of all, don't tell Bill that Andy Hart said our quarterback is scared douchey. You leave my name out of this. Um, but you could talk to him about normal things. He wasn't mm -hmm. like a He's a person. And yeah, yeah. but he is a, he's a better person than you and I. He's a better Christian than you and I. He's a better okay, well, ever leader than you and I. He's a better doesn't everything take, than doesn't you and take I. a lot there. But he doesn't, he didn't look down his nose upon you. And no. that's what I liked. And dude, also underrated, carved out of freaking granite at oh. the age of whatever the hell he is. Fit AF, yeah. Shredded with one of the great bubbles, if we're being honest, in the history of football and for the uninitiated. That means he has a big old powerful ass that was part of his successful athletic skill. Um, mm -hmm. That they used to talk about in the scouting the trunk, room. the core, the tree. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Oh, and there's a reason I hope people buy a Slater it. jersey as well. Like you want to look like you're not sure which jersey to buy yet from last year's people. Who's going to be the new quarterback sure. draft picks? 
rock a Matthew Slater jersey. That will literally never go out of style. That That's says true. that you care about like the, the core, the foundation, the fundamentals. I'll never forget two things. One, like that, um, just like the joy on his face when he won his first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 49, because he came aboard the Patriots as a wide receiver who didn't wasn't a great kick returner and wide receiver, but ultimately found his role as a special teamer um, in 2008 as well. Um, that his him like dropped to his knee, like celebrating the exaltation, the joy on his face when he knew his first championship. Just absolutely unforgettable on a night of unforgettable moments. And then the first time I met him, it was actually at the I think they call it a feast for 45 where Pedro Martinez does a fun day, uh, a foundation fundraiser at Fenway park. And all these chefs come in and you pay about a money and you w wander around and you try all these different bites of food. And Slater was there. And I said, Hey, Matthew Slater. And he turned and looked at me. And he goes, how come I know your face? And I said, I'm this knucklehead. I, I do a little work for the team, but I do these YouTube videos where I profess my love for the Patriots a little too much with four letter words. And he goes, I know you. He's like, yeah, I can't say those things, but we know who he is. He's like, you're that guy. Okay. And didn't judge me. And it wasn't like, Hey, I can't have anyone see me around the guy who drops F bombs on YouTube talking about how much he loves Gronk and Brady. And we chatted for five minutes and he was just a freaking delight. Also the only man there in a sea of people wearing socks, jerseys, untucked polos and ratty t-shirts, uh, you know, dressed like he just stepped off the set of a Brooks brothers shoot. Um, what a dude, what a guy, lucky us. Farewell, Matthew Slater. I am sure, as is Andy, as is all of Patriots Nation, you will crush retirement and the days to come with your family, friends, and the community the same way you did special teams and being a Patriot for 16 seasons.